Hey, welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fist Podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. What's up, everybody? It's episode 17 in season four. See how I did that little inverse? I know. You, the hey and now that. Hi. Hey. <laughs> hey. The season four has just been uh, a whole season of awful intros. So let's get to uh, what happened last week. I don't week, think huh? so. I don't think that's true. No, I want to tell you something. <laughs> tell me. You tell always me. want me to communicate more. Yeah. And I like, I keep so much to myself. Just be an open book. Did you know that my softball number was number 17? I didn't have, I did never know that. You did never know that? Wow. That's a good. Well, babe, friends, now you all know. It's a good number. I love it. AB17. Why are you giving my initials? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's still like another seven initials I didn't even mention. <laughs> yeah, uh, there are. Um, Woo. Yeah. Last week's UFC card. Crazy interesting. Cra- kind of. Yes. Yeah, no. Yeah. 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 You know, interesting. Also kind of boring. A lot of decisions, but also then like two really exciting fights or whatever yeah so, it was a little too late let's see uh it was fight nights fight nights <laughs> fight nights reyes versus prohaska uh speaking of prohaska last week was pasca or greek easter <laughs> <laughs> so greek easter saturday night midnight mass uh missed most of it but the most important news coming out of last week is that marab won marab dvajvili Woohoo! Strong Island! That's right. <laughs> we got somebody! By way of Georgia, the country. Yes. Um, more on him later, but uh, since people who listen to this podcast don't care about fighting, really, but care about fun stuff, say Marab Davalishvili five times. It's fun. Marab Davalishvili, Marab Davalishvili, Marab Davalishvili, Marab Davalishvili, Marab Davalishvili. Good job. Woo! That's awesome. That's great <laughs> ASMR, babe. <laughs> uh, Ronda Marcos is a dirty cheater and got disqualified for an illegal uh, upkick against Luana uh, Pinejo uh, last week. Uh, that's a lot of people giving this girl Luana a lot of flack about getting kicked in the face. But you know what? This is what holding hands and throwing fists is all about. If someone hits you with an illegal shot, you won. Move on. It's not your fault. Agreed. Um. Besides the two fights and uh, those two fights and the last two fights on the card, everyone was a decision. So, eh, Kutalaba and Jacoby fought to a split draw. How weird. Just that this guy, Kutalaba. How uh, weird. I'm almost glad. He's like so aggressive and like such a dick. You don't even deserve like a clear loss either, you jerk. There you go. Take your draw and shove it. Exactly. I hope you don't ever listen to this because you're really aggressive and you're probably going to try to find out where we're both of us up at the same time. Absolutely. (laughs) So Bellator is back with Bellator 258 this Friday, May 7th. Starts at 5.30. Nice, perfect kickoff. Happy hour, weekend. Start it right. Time to have a beer and watch some fights. Rumble Johnson was supposed to fight Yoel Romero, but... Yoel failed his medical, so I do hope everything is all right with him. He just came over from the UFC, so this was a big deal um, to have his first fight at Bellator. So we'll we'll update you on his. I heard a rumor from one of my contacts uh, that it's, it's something to do with his contacts, actually, because his eyes were messed up. That's what I heard. 
Really? Yeah, someone, someone close to the camp who I know told me. Wow, wing wing. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh, his eyes, contacts. Yeah. Um, so instead, Rumble Johnson will be fighting Jose Augusto. Um, also on the card is Anthony Pettis's baby brother Sergio Pettis, and That's not right. only is Sergio on the card, he's fighting Juan Archuleta for the bantamweight world title. It's a big deal. This is a huge deal because Sergio Pettis like is it, it feels fast it feels fast that he's getting a title shot you think so that's why I said it <laughs> I mean he's the baby bro but he's been grinding he's been simmering for a while you know he's been doing the thing okay um Honestly, I like Juan Archuleta, but I am mad because he fights with TJ Dillashaw and they're like friends so it's like if if you're friends with someone like Dillashaw now I gotta wonder about you. I know. Also on the card is Patricky, Patricio's brother, who is fighting Peter Queeley, a fighter out of Ireland. So of course I'm rooting for Queeley. And lastly on the card, which should also make for an interesting fight, is Michael Venom Page. This week is wild. That's on Friday, right? Mm-hmm. But hold up, rewind. I can't T- wait till Friday. Today is Thursday. PFL is on tonight. Wow. Another great card for the third week in a row before they take a little bit of a break. Verdum is fighting. George is excited about that. Sure. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Kayla Harrison is also on the card. You may remember us speaking about her because we have seen seen her live that's right where we got invited to the vip section of the new york athletic club yeah it's posh yeah you weren't invited yeah you weren't allowed we were there for the international judo open Mm -hmm. we rubbed elbows with kayla harrison Mm -hmm. so there you go all right and we got free beers that's right and i got wasted they don't like women there but i was able to get in and they like you to dress fancy and wear blazers and george didn't that's what happens because this is like project mayhem just like fight club Fucking we walked into new york athletic club and we said we're not waiting for the elevator we're taking the stairs well little did we know that the elevators have operators who also serve as security guards and make sure that you're dressed <laughs> you appropriately don't go to random yeah. <laughs> so after taking a, a pivot through the swimming area that we weren't allowed to go to i bypassed the whole thing of not having to wear a blazer Although I remember being so nervous about it before. I can't believe I didn't wear it. And then you were like, nah, what are you going to do? Not let you in and stuff like that? We walked right in, no prob. I know, but we were supposed to take the service elevator. But look at us taking the stairs. Hmm. Anyway, Health man. I guess Kayla Harrison. D- is that how we uh, decided we're going to... Is it Kayla Harris? It's Kayla Harrison. K-H. I sometimes... I, I feel like her name should be Kayla Harris. I sometimes should speak why? to her about this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have mixed feelings about her. I'll save those until next week when we discuss whether she won or lost. All right. We'll okay? see. Yeah. So there. And sore, sore loser winner. <laughs> Undefeated sore loser. How, what sense does that make? It makes no sense. I don't know. Top five? Top five. Yo, I'm going to kick off the top five, and I'm going to talk about my peoples, European guys. Yo, well, I guess I'm not a guy, but our (laughs) peoples. I mean, you're more European than I am. For real, Europe came in hot on Saturday night. Let's go. Jerry Prohaska 
ended Dominic Reyes with a spinning elbow. If you guys were on Instagram at all over the weekend, you definitely saw it. It was a pretty intense fight. Uh, people were calling it fight of the year and finish of the year. And Prohaska seems like a really cool guy. He's from the Czech Republic. Uh, his English is getting better for sure. He looks like a samurai. I think that's his nickname, right? The Czech samurai. He has uh, his hair cut all samurai-esque yeah it's pretty wild <laughs> and he's an up and up he's two fights now in the ufc former uh ryzen light heavyweight champion and he's uh rumor has it he's gonna fight in his third fight for the ufc for the uh championship so, awesome good for cool. you he's gonna potentially fight if all goes well for uh jan bohovich legendary polish power fighter Jan Bohovic because he called him out in the nicest way possible mm -hmm. another European guy obviously uh, Blahovic text uh, tweeted not texted <laughs> text of the world um, that it would be an honor for them to fight each other imagine the Czech samurai versus the Polish power it would be a great honor and that's a fight that I think a lot of people want to see but first Jan Blahovic has to fight Glover Teixeira, Glover Teixeira who's the 40 year old Brazilian guy who's going to retire uh, I guess or whatever he wants to have this championship mm -hmm. opportunity and a championship run uh, before he does retire so he's a good guy too even though he's from Brazil but Jan Blahovic uh, tweeted afterwards to just correct and make sure everybody was aware yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is, of course, after I fight Glover Teixeira, who is very well deserving. So I love look it. at these He's guys, so man. Nice. All good guys. For real. Uh, my people specifically, Andrea Michalidis won. Uh, he's from. Uh, I get, he, it's they at said, Athens. They said he's fighting out of Athens, but I think his nickname is the Spartan. I, that's silly. I'm sorry. I mean, you're not from Sparta. Maybe he is. Maybe he is, and he's fighting out of Athens. All right, all right. We're gonna have to do some. We're gonna have to do some I'm research. I'm gonna do some research because if he's not from Sparta and you're Greek, you cannot be the Spartan. <laughs> I am. Yeah. I'm offended. Yeah. If I tell my large Greek family, they are gonna be. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. If I tell my Godfather, <laughs> he's gonna be like that motherfucker's not a Spartan. It's the oh, real, de Spartan. real deal, Spartan man. Uh, <laughs> so he won. Man, I, I saw some other guy, which I got to find out if that's even the same one, who fought in Karate Combat League. Uh, he's another Greek guy. Man, why don't Greeks have any cardio except for me and my friend Andreas Ignatiu? I don't know, man. It's insane. They all gas out. Like, are... I don't fucking get it. Even my brother has shit cardio. Yeah, I said it. You don't listen to the podcast anyway, so <laughs> fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> I really don't know, though. <laughs> I don't know. So that's something to work on. But mm -hmm. uh, he also was saying, because it was Greek Easter this past weekend, he was saying, uh, everybody. So that was really nice. Too. That was so nice. We're not done yet with the number one Freaking of the top five. European Let's just keep on going. Men. European guys. Uh, Marab won. We said it. Uh, babe, just a side note. Don't forget to mention his haircut. Listen. <laughs> Marab is a decently handsome man. But he got that Long Island haircut. <laughs> you got a fade. Skin fade. Totally changed the game. Like, Marab, why were you waiting for this? He was he, had, he was sporting that Eastern European, like, mop on his head for just, too long. It was, you're just, you were distracted by the hair before. Yeah. Now he's the full package. I am so happy for him. He is always so happy. And he beat Cody Steeman, which is like... I don't want to say this is Marab's first big win, 
But this was a very telling win for either one of them if they won. And now, like, Marab's a cardio machine. He doesn't waste a second of any fight. He's mm-hmm. just constantly... Da, 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 da. Like, it's insane. All on top of people. Um, and then, so he's from Georgia, not the state, but the country. Um, and his... What do you call it? Patrioti? Yeah. <laughs> it's Patrioti Giga uh, Chikadze won too. So another Georgian. He uh, beat our boy Cubby Bear. Uh, he beat Cubby Bear, who, if you guys uh, are watchers of that show, Kingdom, he was the first MMA fighter on the first episode. So so handsome. Yeah, very handsome guy. Uh, he, kicked, he beat him with a left kick to the liver. And my computer just shut off. So I'm going to keep uh, riffing over here. I didn't know that the Georgians were actually uh, Eastern Orthodox as well. So they were celebrating Orthodox as well, and uh, Orthodox Easter, and he shouted out his people. So that was really nice. That was awesome. The one thing of note is, you know, which I don't know. I always say I don't know how I feel about asking who you'd like to call out, but I guess it does in the end help them as fighters because yeah. like maybe it gives them more say in who they fight next. What, who did he call out, babe? He called out Max Holloway. Um, but he's like, I'm not sure if that's going to happen. So if not, he beat uh, Calvin uh, Cater. So let me fight Calvin Cater and let me fight all of them. So, you know, good on him. Totes. I didn't realize he fought in glory too, which uh, for people who listen to the podcast who just like us talking about the visuals and the aesthetics, glory was a kickboxing organization. I don't know if they're still together because of the pandemic. They haven't put anything on, but glory looks really nice. It's a nice white ring, white ropes. Uh, awesome gloves. So, just a little side note. Very interesting. I believe they are still around. Um, next on our top five, uh, started. Here were our original notes. This Saturday's UFC card is so bad that Google only has one fight posted and it's with people who we have no idea who the fuck they are that's right. and that's what fucking happens when you trust the snake tj dillashaw Tell him. because that fight was pulled from the card we were really looking forward to dillashaw sanhagen but it was moved and then we were really looking forward to leon edwards and nate diaz that card that fight was postponed but despite Nate Diaz got a boo-boo another boo-boo but the saying that we have no idea who the fuck is on this card is fake news false there are some good fighters and good fights on this card Michelle Watterson the karate hottie is now the main event shouldn't be headlining okay you like her I'm gonna talk shit about everybody just for fun go on <laughs> Donald Cowboy Cerrone washed up Neil Magny? Loser. Gregor Gillespie? Hasn't done anything of note. Angela Hill? Ooh. <laughs> Babe, come on. I thought you were like channeling my energy. Uh, Not 50, uh, 500 fighter. And Ben Rothwell? Fat and ugly. <laughs> That's the truest one. Um... <laughs> Pull the trigger on that one. I don't know why the fuck this is number two then if we're shitting all over the fighters. Well, you No, are. I'm actually, I'm, not, I, I'm, I'm actually, not. yeah, no, I'm, I'm very excited. <laughs> the prelims start at five on ESPN plus the main card is on at eight and that's the only saving grace of this card that sort of fell apart even though they're not the biggest names. At least the timing is better. So I would definitely not stay up to like past 10 o'clock to watch any of these people. Hell no. But at five and 8 p.m. I will. Yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> 
Um, all right, number three in the top five. Michael, I'm going to rush through this a little bit because we're hitting close to our limit, um, but it's also f- this is, this is going to be actually pretty fun. Uh, Michael Bisping and Paul Felder are great commentators. They commentated last Saturday night, Love and it was both. just fun. They're just fucking hilarious guys. Um, they made fun of Diego Sanchez's coach on air. If you really are involved in MMA and you really care and stuff like that, that's a big storyline about Diego Sanchez and his coach uh, this whole week. I'm freaking into MMA, and I do not care about this storyline. We're, so we're not if talking you don't about it. You're, you're missing nothing. But basically, a, a male version of a Karen was at uh, the UFC fighter meetings where like they interview people uh, to get their stories to talk about them on, on uh, air. And Diego Sanchez's coach was just, who's this male Karen, uh, was just talking all the smack about, you guys are going to say this and that and all this untrue stuff. And there's a video that went viral of Paul Felder literally saying point blank to the guy, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about (laughs) when confronted by his crazy ass coach. So that was funny. And then uh, that was how Paul Felder started off the week. He got those points. And then he clapped back at this guy, Dirt McGirt. (laughs) Dirt McGirt is so freaking funny. No, uh, he, no. He tweeted, UFC, get rid of Paul Felder and Bisping, please, right? So Paul Felder claps back on Twitter. We would like to formally release you as a fan. Thank you for your participation. There will be an official email later tonight. Cheers. <laughs> I fucking love it. Then Fuck you. Bisping clapped back even later and goes, what a twatty thing to say. Hope you lose your job also, fuckface. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. No other sport, no other sp- professional sport in the world is as petty, and we love it. And speaking about petty, it's about to get a whole lot pettier. Um, <laughs> we're going to go straight to number four. Even uh, So we don't know shit about boxing. We'll say it. But Canelo is fighting, and we, we love, I think, I, do you love Canelo? I love Canelo. I think I do. so. Yeah, yeah. I like anyone who flies under the radar, who's not in the news for shitty things when they're incredibly famous. Yeah. And super rich. He's hard super talented. Guy. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's awesome. He's fighting Billy Joe Saunders uh, for Cinco de Mayo because it's, Canelo often fights every year on Cinco de Mayo around right. there because he's Mexican and it's always a big celebration. Uh, it's... Uh, so it's just like a heads up to everybody. Hey, it's going to be awesome. There's definitely some pettiness that uh, Billy Joel Saunders is talking shit to Canelo, but Canelo doesn't care because he knows that he's the A-side and he's better. So mm. if you're into that pettiness, go go fucking fuck it. You know, that's uh, it. Uh-uh. It's, on, it's on the zone. So also fuck it. Uh-uh. We're, we're not watching. None of that pettiness you just mentioned, even those tweets with Paul Felter and Michael Bisbing can even compete with number five in our top five. There are so many things about Conor McGregor that make me cringe. Oftentimes, I don't want to know what he does. I just want to see him fight and do well. And at this point, I don't even really want to see him fight anymore. But Mm. then sometimes he does things (laughs) that are just so petty. I have to applaud him for it. So the first petty thing Conor McGregor did and was in the news recently was he promised Dustin Poirier he would donate half a million to his charity. And then you might remember George filled you in a couple of weeks ago when Dustin called Connor out for not donating that money. And Connor responded, it's not that I don't want to donate it. Like, I want to know where the money will be going. This is like kind of standard procedure when you donate so much money to a particular charity. That's right. And in Dustin's case, it's a smaller charity, right? So I guess... Something happened behind the scenes where 
like it just didn't go forward smoothly. The good old miscommunication. So Connor donated half a million to a Louisiana-based charity, but he didn't donate it to Dustin's charity. (laughs) That's pretty petty. That's pretty petty. Like, that is the most generous petty behavior I have ever heard. (laughs) So, and he donated it to a boys and girls club, and that is so awesome. But like, I love that shit. And then this second one made me laugh out loud. I did not believe it was true. I told George, I'm like, did you hear this? He's like, no, I didn't see that. And then I was like, there's, I, I don't know. I didn't believe it. I didn't, I like wanted to believe it, but I didn't believe it. So I verified it. This is true. <laughs> Connor McGregor bought the Dublin bar where he infamously punched that drunk old man and then was banned forever from that bar. Connor bought the bar for $2 million. I fucking love it. Well, they can't ban me now, bitch. I own it. That's, that's fucking incredible. Did he ban the old man? Oh, God. Gosh darn it! I don't know. I, I when I, that's how I understood I mean, it when you first told like- me. That would be the <laughs> fucking best. That would be the best. Oh my gosh! Wowie. Who knew that you could buy a bar in Dublin for two million dollars? I know it doesn't see. Um, it doesn't seem known. Un, uh, wait, live update. Live update. Not only has the UFC superstar not now bought the pub he has seemingly decided to ban the man who he had the altercation with my source is the independent wow wow (laughs) so he punched the old man in the face because this old man is a fucking irish shit talker just like his proper didn't want his whiskey he bought the bar and banned the man from it (laughs) forget he punched in the face honestly that's goals that's goals that is goals. i think I was just thinking today about how much I don't care about Connor because he also tweeted something today about how he's really going to get I know, Dustin. I can. I was like, dude, I, I, I don't see you winning, man. Although now we're going to put these side by side even though we're not. It's just going to live in our listeners' brains when they're going to be like, I thought George said he didn't like Connor McGregor and then when he fights Dustin in July, we're going to be like, see, that's awesome. The king is back. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what's he's tricky with fighters yeah. you do like. Yeah. So, whatever. I'm going to try to buy something and ban you from it. (laughs) I would love it. Cool. I would really, really love that. Thank you. All right. On that note, this episode was brought to you by our awesome moms, Jean Bella. Happy Mother's Day. We love you so much. 